Welcome back to the Tennessee Star Report with your host, Michael Patrick Leahy. 6.33 a.m. Broadcasting live from our studios on Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee. We welcome into our studio our good friend, uh, twice in the same week, John Harris, the founder of the Tennessee Firearms Association. Uh, good morning, John. Good morning. Well, um, we didn't plan on having you here in studio twice in the same week, but our weak-kneed governor, Bill Lee, did something very stupid yesterday. Uh, he introduced a red flag law with like three days left in the Tennessee General Assembly session, bending to the, 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 the political pressure from the left-wing lunatics out there who want to, in essence, constrain the Second Amendment. Um, and he introduced, he sent this to the Tennessee House and the Tennessee State Senate with like three days left in the session. John, uh, you had a strong reaction to it. Uh, and we actually have a commentary at the Tennessee Star, tennesseestar.com right now, your commentary on this. Uh, can you just kind of synopsize uh, your reaction to Governor Lee's ill-advised uh, introduction of this bill? Absolutely. You know, and, and as I was writing it, I was looking for that perfect meme or image to to uh, add to the Facebook and the social media post when we put it up. And the one I came across, but I decided not to use it, but I'll go ahead and mention it this morning, was in the movie Animal House, there's a scene with John Belushi towards the end of it, for those of my era, where they, uh, they talk about uh, having just been expelled from the university, and Belushi makes this speech, and, and at the end of it, they, uh, they stand up and they say, and we're at a point now where this calls for a really desperate and stupid move. <laughs> we need to get that clip yeah. from Animal House. We're at a point now where it calls for very desperate and stupid moves. Thank you, Governor Bill Lee, for a desperate and stupid move. And so, I mean, he, you know, he came out last April, uh, April the 11th, and said, you know, he wanted a uh, type of law introduced in Tennessee. He, he desperately avoided the phrase red flag law. But everything he described about the legislation that he was calling the General Assembly to pass was clearly just a red flag law. Yeah, and the red flag laws, just to remind everybody what a red flag law is. Yeah, it's a, re it's, it's a type of law which uh, operates on the assumption that if someone is a risk to themselves or others, rather than deal with the risk, the individual, and get them some treatment or even take them out of public circulation temporarily, that's something really stupid and futile, and let's seize the guns. Mm -hmm. And But let's leave them out there so that they would have access to, you know, knives, swords, bats, automobiles, drunk driving, all kinds of other capabilities for mayhem. But let's make sure we've got access, and, you know, cut off access to the guns. And, uh, and that's generally what a red flag law is. So yesterday... Uh, we received a 13-page draft of a bill. Now it's interesting. You've seen you've seen the bill. I've seen the yeah. I've seen the amendment. Got it. It's very interesting that uh, unlike a lot of amendments that I see, it doesn't identify a specific bill that it's amending at this point. So we don't know who's the potential House or Senate sponsor, what the target is, where the caption bill is that it's going to be put on. <clears throat> and, but we do see the language. This 13-page bill that has been written apparently by the governor's office. Um, and it is, it is, you know, he's tried to deny it. The, you know, he's put a video clip out, 
But there's no doubt that this is just your classic red flag law. Well, why? I mean, the governor uh, large, you know, often says, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. I'm driven by my faith. And yet, he's, he put this video out claiming that the bill that he just threw out there yesterday is something that it isn't. Correct. That, I mean, generally speaking, that is not an honest way to represent the bill, Governor Lee. Well, that's true. And, and to borrow a phrase from uh, Senator Jack Johnson, he's trying to rebrand it <laughs> as something I that knew it you clearly is not. <laughs> By the way, Jack is our friend. Jack was here in studio sitting right where you are earlier this week and said, I think it was the day before yesterday, he said, we will not pass a black, uh, a red flag law this session. That's what he said. Right. And then, like, the following day, the governor delivered a red flag law for consideration. That's right. And, and I think it's noteworthy to, for your listeners to keep in mind that Jack Johnson is the caucus chair, so typically, if the governor wants bills introduced and carried in the uh, in the Senate, Jack Johnson would be the sponsor. Yeah. And I think, it, I, I'm hopeful that what Jack told you on the air, because I was listening, right. does in fact materialize that this bill is dead in the water the minute it was introduced. So, and we'll follow up on that a little bit. By the way, yesterday um, I asked Senator Johnson to give us a statement about this bill, and I haven't got it yet. And Jack listens to the program, and so, Jack, you're welcome to call in <laughs> and give us your uh, the, whatever the statement is on it. I mean, it puts it puts Jack in an odd spot here, doesn't it? Because on Tuesday he says we won't pass any red flag laws, and then on on Wednesday afternoon the governor sends what is a red flag law. Yeah, absolutely. That's how, what's it re, from your discussions? How have the how, how has the leadership of the Tennessee House responded? How has the leadership of the Tennessee State Senate responded? Well, it's a great question because we have we have noticed, uh, as I reported in the commentary that you you mentioned when we first started, we noticed the last week certain bills which had been laying dormant right after the Covenant School shootings were suddenly put on special calendar for committees. And, and that was a very suspicious move because those committees have been shut down since mid-March. little parliamentary, parliamentary sneakiness going on. Correct. So somebody in the General Assembly was anticipating and preparing to grease the skids, so to speak, for Bill Lee's proposed anticipated red flag law. Um, but we have been in contact with those specific bill sponsors. We've been in contact with the committee chairs in those committees, and, and we're repeatedly told that Anything that might get proposed, that might get offered, is is dead on arrival. Mm -hmm. They have no aptitude. Now, there's a few that do. I mean, Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally, you know, apparently he lays down his phone and gets off Instagram for a moment and says, <laughs> yeah, I like red flag laws now. But there's something suspicious about all of that. <laughs> he's, he's the happiest man in the state of Tennessee when he can turn the page and talk about something else. Right. Other than his Instagram habits. <laughs> By the way, just so you know, just for the record, we went on the record calling for his resignation because of, of his weird social media, media postings with uh, uh, young men, shall we say. Uh, yeah, let's just say he's, he's excited about Instagram for some reason. <laughs> 
but he's happy to to have a, something else to talk about. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. And and the SNL is not doing more skits about uh, red flag laws now. Yeah. So the thing about this with now Governor Lee, tone deaf is the word. I could say this. So so Governor Lee uh, is deciding that um, at the same time that President Biden is in, is in, has invited uh, uh, Justin Pearson, Justin Jones, Gloria Johnson, the gun control lunatics uh, who, sh- who were expelled from the House and should not have been let back in. Cam Sexton, here's a note. Stick to your guns. Uh, at, you could have not sent him back in and you should have not let him back in due to the way that Tennessee State Constitution reads. But they, they got back in. And now, next week, they're going to be at the White House. And guess what Joe Biden's going to say? Oh, all those racist people in Tennessee, he's going to say, um, they, 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 they want guns out there to cause all this sort of harm. And the, even the governor, he's going to say this, even the governor wants us to have gun control and red flag laws. But those very bad people in the Tennessee General Assembly... They're sticking up for that Second Amendment. They're mean. They're evil. <laughs> I mean, how how politically naive and stupid can you be, Governor Bill Lee? Your thoughts, John Harris? Well, he has uh, he has proven with the substance of this red flag law, and trying to make the claim that it contains due process provisions, uh, that he. Uh, he, he simply isn't paying attention to the U.S. Supreme Court or the U.S. Constitution. And I don't know how you, in good faith, continue to serve as governor if you're blind and deaf to those two issues. Well, look, I mean, you called this a typical move of a tyrant. That's what you said. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree with you. Governor Lee, bad idea uh, in, the, in the land of bad ideas. Well, more when we get back. This is the Tennessee Star Report. I'm Michael Patrick Leahy. Welcome back to the Tennessee Star Report with your host, Michael Patrick Leahy. 6.50 a.m. broadcasting live from our studios on Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, John Harris, the founder and our good friend, uh, founder of the Tennessee Firearms Association. John, um, a lot of people didn't know this, but we had our microphones in the governor's office yesterday. (laughs) Did you? We did. We had our microphones in the governor's office yesterday. Don't tell Glenn Funk. And we had, <laughs> we had the conversation going on there. Um, and we had our conversation, uh, uh, the conversation of the staffers and the governor about whether or not they should introduce this stupid red flag law, you know, with three days left in the general session. And I know it might sound a little bit like a, a clip from Animal House, but this is really what we heard in the governor's office yesterday with our microphones. In this case, I think we have to go all out. 
I think this situation absolutely requires a really futile and stupid gesture be done on somebody's part. We're just the guys to do it. <laughs> that was Governor Lee's plan. <laughs> they were just the guys to do that stupid and futile gesture. But wait, there's more, John. Okay. I'm hearing that if the the Tennessee General Assembly doesn't in the next two days pass this red flag law that uh, the governor is trying to pretend is not a red flag law, that uh, when they adjourn, he will call them back to a special session just to deal with this stupid red flag law. Um, how well is that playing with the Tennessee General Assembly? Well, it's from, from my sources, I have heard the same rumor, okay, that there's a risk if the General Assembly doesn't get behind and support the governor, you know, be team players with a rhino, that uh, the option he has is to call in a call them back in a special session, which they do not want. You know, they, they have made it perfectly clear. They've accelerated a bunch of stuff. They want to pass a budget and get out of here. And uh, and, the, and the threat, you know, it, <clears throat> it may be something that will materialize, but it's certainly something to try to put pressure on them to take his red flag law serious and pass it in uh, due haste. And uh, So is Governor Lee actually a Democrat operative? Because, you know, let's think about the, how this, is, this narrative is going to play out, right? Already, Joe Biden, who has spent a political career uh, demonizing the good residents of the state of Tennessee. Remember he did that when we had the, the protests in Williamson County? Right, absolutely. Uh, about the, 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 what's going on with critical race theory in the schools. He really, he despises the people of Tennessee, it is very clear, and he wants to demonize them. He's invited these, you know, these these the the two who were expelled plus Gloria Johnson, who should have been expelled but wasn't expelled, and then you know the the speaker caved and let him back in when he could have easily uh, uh, not let him back in because of the way that uh, state constitution is. So they're going to be in the White House next week, and so you you know what Biden's going to say. He's going to say, well, even your Republican governor there wants you to pass to basically get rid of the Second Amendment. They need to do it because otherwise they're mean and evil. How stupid is our governor when he's doing this? You know, that's that's a great question. And, and it's almost something that you could put on a first graders multiple choice exam. Mm -hmm. and, and they would all get it right. Because... First off, even if covenant hadn't happened, this kind of change has such constitutional ramifications, it never should have been filed without thorough vetting to begin with. And there was not thorough vetting, as you wrote uh, in your uh, op-ed that we just published uh, yesterday. Governor Bill Lee calls for unconstitutional red flag in the last days of legislative session. By the way, it's very popular. Is it? On our Excellent. Site, it, it, Tennessee Star. The first critical flaw with Governor Lee's proposal is that it is completely devoid of any details or information to show it meets the constitutional threshold requirements established by the Supreme Court, the U.S. Supreme Court in New York State Rifle and Pistol Association v. Bruin, decided last year. Right, exactly. And that's a critical component because unlike a lot of other areas of the law, 
This is an area that, that deals uniquely with the only item of personal property that's expressly mentioned in the United States Constitution as being beyond the scope of government regulation. There's no other item, not even the Bible, is referenced in the, in the Constitution as being at this level of protection. The second thing is the United States Supreme Court, because of the atrocities of the um, lower courts over the, the last number of years, clearly established a new standard for judging the constitutionality of government activity. And that new standard requires that the burden be on the government when it proposes a regulation like this to show that a law of this type was part of the national historical tradition as of 1791. And let me just add here, in 1791, the Second Amendment, uh, part of 10 amendments to the Bill of Rights were ratified. Let me read the Second Amendment. It's one of my favorite things to do. It's one sentence. <laughs> A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And apparently that's too complicated a concept for our governor or his staff to grasp at this point. But, but clearly what Bruin, the Supreme Court, said is the burden is on him, the burden is on the government to show before you ever get to the question of due process, that this type of law is a category of law that existed at the time the Second Amendment was adopted and ratified. In 1791. 1791. Yeah. He's made no effort. And surprisingly, we had been writing that warning sign on the TFA's press releases and materials for at least a week in advance that that was a necessary condition precedent to any proposed legislation. It can't be that he was ignorant or that his staff was ignorant because we know who's opening our emails. Well, John, we'll watch how this turns out. Uh, my guess is the Tennessee General Assembly uh, is going to politely or impolitely say, no way this session, Governor Lee. Then we'll see how it plays out later. John Harris, thanks so much for joining us.